어머 베스트 걸 Made in Japan 비크림 팝팝팝 피지밖에 못해 Hello everyone, welcome back to my podcast I am filming this at, what is the time? 7.30 A bit later than usual but I did think that I would come through with another podcast episode even if it is a bit later and we have drilling so let's all give a thanks to whoever's making that racket upstairs firstly i did say yesterday at the end of the podcast that i will be talking about uh trading in the collecting community but a lot of today's podcast will be talking about the mistreatment of idols more specifically female idols also this is not saying that male idols don't get mistreated but today's focus will be female idols and i probably will come back to male idols another episode but at the end of the podcast obviously like usual i will be looking at your confessions questions anything like that on the google forms like i always say if you do have anything to submit yourself please go to the link in my bio of my instagram at momoskura if you didn't know already or if you forgot i do have an instagram for this podcast it's podcast for kura on instagram with the number four and let's move on to today's topic as we all know obviously being an idol is very tough you're under constant pressure and always in the spotlight always being expected to have the best behavior and to look the best this can obviously mean that it will take a toll on an idol's mental health Female and male idols are literally constantly being watched 24-7 and it's an invasion of their privacy really. And the rules that they have to follow on a daily basis are inhumane. Also an example of that is obviously the infamous dating ban. Ashley Choi from Ladies Code once revealed that she suffered immensely due to the extremely strict diet in her trainee days. She said, I started kind of just starving, eating a couple of veggies all day long. Then I didn't get my period for a year. That's literally horrible. She also stated that she got her period back once she took time off and started taking care of herself properly. That actually says a lot. Now let's talk about the serious slander against female idols. In 2008, during the Dream concert, the immensely popular Girls' Generation experienced a black ocean. That is a K-pop idol or group's literal worst fear and something nobody wants to experience. If you don't know what a black ocean is, it's a horrible trend where the fans turn off their, all of their light sticks and phones to show a lack of support when a particular group is performing. It was said that they received the black ocean due to fans of TVXQ and Super Junior didn't like the fact that SNSD were close with both of the groups. So this resulted in them boycotting the whole arena and it was filled with darkness. Female idols are constantly under fire for their looks and how they behave. The double standard in K-pop is actually really bad. When male idols have a stern look on their face, it's seen as attractive and sexy. But when a female idol is caught not smiling, they're suddenly arrogant and rude. Red Velvet's Irene and Crystal Jung are often presented in the media as ice princesses. That's literally what they're called. Irene said herself that she's just shy and uncomfortable around people that she meets for the first time and Crystal's pretty much the same. Also, when male idols show off their body, they're praised, but when a female idol shows off just a little bit more skin, they're dragged. Sisters Bora said, when you're a rookie, male seniors don't leave you alone. Not all seniors are nice people. Tasom 
followed by saying, don't date them, the best thing is to just stay home. Please stay home. A few years ago, Super Junior's Shin Dong thought it would be a, gr a great idea to talk about how girls should and shouldn't look. Shin Dong made a comment about if a girl was overweight, then she should lose the weight. Also didn't forget to mention that men didn't have to lose weight because they were simply superior. I'm just going to leave that there. After this, he did actually receive major backlash and all I can say is, as he should. Let's talk about gender inequality. Clothes are another issue regardless if it's burning or hot outside or if it feels like you're in Antarctica. You'll always find female idols in tiny short skirts and dresses and this is especially in the winter they have nothing protecting their legs. Like, do better. It's also a serious risk to their health and people think that there's only one reason behind it. Men don't really find women attractive in warm clothes that cover them up so of course they have to show their legs off to draw the attention while the male idols wear lovely cozy warm jackets and trousers ready for the winter in the winter olympics 2018 lovelies were performing and they were wearing really short skirts and i don't know if it was skirts or shorts but it was very short whatever it was it was short but they did have long jackets on but they looked freezing this was also in January, so it's quite cold. Joy from Red Velvet has had her share of uncomfortable outfits. She showed up to a red carpet in 2019. She was spotted wearing a really nice black dress, but it was way too short. And all of most of the videos of her are her pulling it down all the time. Another example is her iconic rainbow dress, which she also looked great in. But you can see that she is constantly pulling it down and she looks very uncomfortable. Let's also address the double standard a bit more. Let's talk about the controversy involving Park Pokum and Ayu. The famous male actor received praise and compliments from everyone of his photo shoot where he had smudge red lipstick on his mouth and it was giving off a Lolita style. The look was highly praised and supported as it didn't feed into the standard beauty norms and was considered unique and daring. But when IU did the exact same look for her Chatshire album, she received a lot of criticism because the Lolita style is considered controversial in Korea. So, where was the same standard? Another case of mistreatment is when two former female idols appeared on the show Coin Lorum and confessed to all of the horrible stuff that they had to go through as idols. They started off by saying that even basic stuff wasn't provided and it was considered a luxury. This is what they said. They provided us with rice but there were bugs in it. Our parents paid them for expenses but they still cut off our electricity and water. The ladies then said that they had to go to a barber shop next door to wash their hair. They also said that the company failed to provide along food and transport. That their company seemed to just not care at all about their health or anything like that. The former idols did explain that they were in a car accident once but no medical help was called when they informed multiple times that their necks were really hurting and that they didn't do anything even after the event that they performed at was over and they were back in Seoul. Somebody did ask me to talk about the Jonghyun hiatus thing and I was going to talk about that anyway. It was announced uh, about a month or about three weeks ago that Jonghyun is back on hiatus again. JYP put out a letter saying 
we would like to inform you about TWICE member Jonghyun's current health situation. Jonghyun is currently experiencing panic and psychological anxiety. Although Jonghyun was moving forward with her schedule by simultaneously taking action for her recovery, we value our artist's health as the most important issue. Therefore, after deep discussions, we have decided that it is needed for Jonghyun to have a sufficient time to focus on her recovery and rest. After discussions with Jonghyun herself and other TWICE members, we inform you that Jonghyun will be unable to attend TWICE's activity for a while in the future schedule. I hope that she takes all of the time she needs to help herself feel better. In the alcohol-free uh, Jonghyun fan cams, you can see her sometimes wincing from pain. She did have a neck injury and I think that she is recovering from that. So she was in a lot of pain while performing. Obviously, if you didn't know already, she did take a hiatus during... It was kind of after more and more came out in 2020 and she wasn't there for the activities and the promotions for I Can't Stop Me and that sort of era. It was announced at the Golden Disc Awards that she was coming back and she did perform I Can't Stop Me with Twice. This was about January this year. She came back booming and I was so excited to see her. I got so happy when I saw her performing on stage with the rest of Twice. Now, let's talk about Sasang fans. If you don't know what a Sasang fan is, it's an obsessive... Well, they're, they're not even fans, and but this is the Google definition. An obsessive fan who stalks or engages in other behaviour constituting an invasion of privacy of celebrities, especially Korean idols drama. At a Lotte event in 2018, SNSD were performing and some idiot decided to come on stage and try to abduct the group's leader, Taeyeon. He literally just came on the stage, walked up to them while they were performing Run Devil Run and he grabbed Taeyeon and tried to take her off stage. This man never got punished for his actions, by the way, and he didn't manage to take Taeyeon away, obviously. Uh, people started to get involved as soon as they basically saw her being dragged by him. But he didn't get in trouble for any of this at all, which is really weird. Back in 2006, a member of TVXQ was given uh, orange juice by a staff member. But it turns out it wasn't actually a staff member, it was an anti-fan of the member of TVXQ. The orange juice was actually spiked and you would not believe what it was spiked with. It had super glue in it. Super glue inside the orange juice. It was injected inside the orange juice by this uh, quote-unquote staff member that turned out to be an anti. This member of TVXQ was very sick after this and he started to cough up blood this got so bad that he was hospitalized he was fainting and he was in the hospital for a couple days obviously i know about this you probably may know about this but we all know about josh nyan from twice's stalker he is absolutely insane and he is sick he is from Germany and he travels to Korea just to meet Nyon. In the beginning, he actually pretended that Nyon was his girlfriend. Even though he actually never met Nyon in real life, he claimed that they were dating and he went around all of Korea asking everyone if they had seen Nyon and if they knew where she had been. And then he proceeded to give people his contact information to pass on to her. He would make himself known to JYP Entertainment and actually go inside and 
tried to look around for her. Obviously, JYP has a cafe at the front of their building, so any fan can just walk in. Uh, I know some people have spotted twice stray kids. Uh, I think got seven once, so I think that that's where he, he went. People actually found old tweets of Josh saying that he would hurt anyone that didn't love him back. So obviously people got really scared for Nyon, including me. And he also bought flight information off of, I don't know who, to try and get on the same plane as Twice. Nyon actually posted on Twice's Instagram as a story, I think, begging Josh to, to just stop all of this. And he actually tweeted Chaeyoung's phone number. I actually remember, uh, I think it was a Live where Chaeyoung was, she was aware that he was sending her number out and Chaeyoung begged him on the live to just stop. This guy actually has a YouTube channel and he has 7,000 subscribers somehow and he gives uh, weekly updates and things like that about Nyon. I, f I find him very disgusting. He, he makes me sick. I really hope that they do better to protect Nyon because it doesn't seem that he's going to be stopping anytime soon and he's going to greater and greater lengths to try and get close to her we hope that they just try and keep her safe and all of the other twice members as well hashtag protect nyan started to trend on twitter as well it's been over a year now since he's started to stalk her when he is in korea he goes to locations where she's done v lives taking instagram pictures and stuff like that hoping to run into her in 2019 he actually booked a flight to go to from Japan to Korea and he this is when I said before he bought uh, flight information he actually had the seating and was showing it on a YouTube video of where the members were sat on the flight I think that he did try to uh, approach Nyon several times several times but the staff of JYP obviously stopped him after this a story was put up on twice's Instagram account it wrote, please go home, please stop, I beg you. I'm not sure which member wrote this, but I'm guessing it was Nyon. He actually sent a tweet at himself saying, the managers attacked me on the airplane for no good reason. Uh, are you sure about that? I wanted to give Nyon my love letters calmly and the two managers jumped on me. What the hell is going on? The managers also started talking very loudly to me so Nyon wouldn't hear me. The flight assistant scolded the managers to be quiet. What they did was completely insane. I will go to the police and report them for physically attacking me. This is crazy. This guy actually can't be for real. JYP actually then posted a statement saying, Hello, this is JYP Entertainment. There was a big disturbance on Twice's flight back from Japan today as a foreign stalker aboard the same flight for Nyon. The stalker continuously attempted to reach Nyon due to an immediate response Fortunately, no damage was done directly to Nyon, but they expressed a lot of discomfort and anxiety. Nyon is under police watch currently due to this issue, and despite the repeated warnings from the police and Nyon herself that he should never approach her, he is continuing to ignore them. Raising his voice towards our staff and clashing with our staff, the foreign stalker continues to behave without any remorse for his actions despite the consistent warnings. We are hereby announcing that we will immediately be taking legal action against him to the highest degree possible. We are also aware that the artist's flight information was illegally sold and distributed. We would like to say that we will continue to seek out measures to completely eradicate this issue. 
we would like to express our sincerest apologies to the passengers on board that may have been greatly inconvenienced by this issue. We will take measures to prevent this from happening again. Thank you. And what Josh said after is even more shocking. I can't believe how disgusting and um, awful this guy can get. He said, To be honest, I'm a little bit disappointed in Nyon because she could have stood up and scolded the managers. She could have protected me from the managers. Oh my God. She could have come to the managers and told them stop. And she could have easily talked with me and talk it out. So I'm quite disappointed in her. Who's going to tell this guy that Nyon don't like him? Actually, let me correct that. When will he understand that Nyon doesn't like him? He is uh, delusional to say the least. Like I said before, he did expose Chaeyoung's phone number, which led her to make a post on Instagram. Chaeyoung said, I hope I wouldn't have to say anything, but I cannot wait for you to back off anymore. I have reached my limit. Those 11 digits didn't have to mean anything. But with it, when an inconsiderate, disrespectful person posted it online, my phone exploded with phone calls and text messages. I don't have to go through this, but I've been put through it against my will. And this problem goes on for all my beloved teammates, agency staff and other idols too. Please think about how these actions, which you will call love and attention, become so exhausting and nerve-wracking and distressing for everyone else. And please stop comparing your pretentious ways to how real fans express their interest, support and love the right and healthy way. Know that I am not the type to get easily shaken up by these things. This is not me dashing out in anger. I am actually letting you know loud and clear what you are doing is wrong and you should be ashamed. I think Chaeyoung is... He also leaked Nyon and Jonghyun's phone number in hopes to talk to Nyon. Then he got worse. He actually threatened to try and harm Nyon if she tried to date anyone else. I actually found a voice message that he sent to someone, but this is what he said. continues to post videos on youtube about nyon also talks about how he can't wait to go back to south korea to try and find her again okay so i don't have a lot of things to talk about in terms of the google form with the questions and the confessions and stuff like that so i will be ending today's podcast right here right now Thank you so much for listening. I really hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you do have anything that you would like me to talk about, don't hesitate to message me on my podcast Instagram or my trading Instagram, whatever one you want, Momo's Kura or Podcast for Kura. I know I did say I would talk about the collecting community and all that, but that is for another time. Also, thank you for the continuous support for this podcast. I really appreciate it. It's something that I've wanted to do for a while now. So now that I have executed it, I'm really happy with how it's going. And I'm glad to hear that a lot of you like it. Also, I am getting a lot of comments about my voice. <laughs> a couple of people have said to me that they like my voice. They either find it calming or soothing or whatever. I don't see it myself, but thank you, <laughs> I guess. But that is it for today's podcast.
Thank you so much for listening and I will see you in the next episode. Bye.